Hello, welcome to the second episode on the Upalo podcast. My name is Sebastian Bayo, and I'm your host. Um, yeah, you can call me Seb. <laughs> on this second episode, well, we will be talking about. I'll be talking about um, uh, ethnocentrism and corru- and not oh gosh, not corruption, ethnocentrism and racism. Um, I will try as much as I can to. To explain um, the differences between both and how they affect um, the current societies that exist around the world, um, I will put it in the context of Africa. Um, yeah, I'll just put it in the context of the world. <laughs> what else can I do? But it is it is um, it, it is an important topic that um, we need to we need to talk about. We need to engage more. We need to share more about so that we can understand and and try to relate better among ourselves and treat each other better. You know, there's no other way that human beings can 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 thrive than to relate and to and to accept each other. You know, you know, color color of a skin does not make anybody more inferior or more important. You know, it it's 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 stupid to think like that. Um, excuse my language. It's, it's it's quite it's quite ridiculous, really, that someone will sit down and think that because of how they, what the color of their skin, they are more important than another person. It's 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 nonsense. And so, um, yeah, we'll dive tr- straight into it. Um, if 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 you if you don't know what ethnocentrism is, and ethnocentrism actually um, is more is predominant in in Africa. Um, uh, where um, Af- Africa, most African countries, in most African countries, I, I dare say in all of them, really, there are there are ethnic groups uh, where these ethnic groups speak different languages. Like they speak, an ethnic group can speak speak the same language, and then there are different. So there are different ethnic groups within African communities, African African localities, and in uh, just like in any other community. There, there is always a dominant. There's always a, a much populated and a dominant uh, group, and uh, in ethnocentrism comes about when that dominant or populated ethnic group uh, tries to 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 push their their beliefs, their culture, their food on the lesser the, the lesser or non-predominant ethnic groups. And so, in in Ghana, where I grew up, uh, where I was born and I grew up. I, I am a Dagati, uh, uh, I come from a Dagati tribe, uh, where our ethnic group, we, we are not so, we are not, we are, I don't know, our numbers are so small, we are, we are, we are just a few, a few uh, of uh, thousands, no, million, no, not a million, we're just a few of thousands, really, and we come from the upper west region, the upper part of, the upper western part of Ghana. And um, I grew up in 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 Accra. I was uh, I grew up in Accra, but growing up, I felt very very inferior most of the time because because um, the language I spoke was not was not well known by a lot of people. The food I ate was not well known by the community I lived in, and the clothes that my culture we wear in my culture was not known, and for and for a very long time wasn't really accepted really. And so, if you spoke my, my my ethnic language in in the community I lived in, 
people will be like, what, 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 kind, what language are you speaking? Can't you speak Cree? You should, you should be speaking Cree. This is when maybe I'm speaking to somebody from my own tribe. I'm speaking to, let's say, a cousin. Or I'm speaking to an auntie or whatever it is. And then someone uh, standing by who doesn't understand my ethnic language, why, why can't you speak um, the, the language that we all understand? You know, so so they, they, they try to tell you that your your ethnic language is, is not is inferior. You shouldn't speak it in, in, in such places. And also when it comes to food, right? So the food that every ethnic every ethnic group speak uh, eat. Sorry, <laughs> we don't speak food. We eat food. <laughs> The food that every ethnic group eats, it's 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 quite different. And so, from the Degati tribe, we we eat a very different food from, let's say, the Ashanti tribe or the Gan tribe. And so, back when I was a kid, when I take my lunchbox to school, um, and it's Degati food, my friends would be like, "Ew, what kind of food is this? What kind of food is this?" Because they don't know it, and and they make me feel bad for bringing uh, my 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 local food, my cultural food to school, you know. And so. Um, all of these things made, made me feel very, very... Uh, I, I didn't feel confident in my own culture. I didn't feel like I wanted to belong in my own culture. I wanted to, to just belong to, to, to a more dominant culture where the food is well-known, where the, 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 the languages are well-spoken in the communities. When I, I, I didn't even want to dress like my own people. That is, that, that is how bad it was. Because if I dress like my own people... People will, 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 will castigate me. They would they would make fun of me at some points, and so um, yeah, that 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 is ethnocentrism. Um, when you move from when you move from ethnocentrism, another another uh, evil read its head in the southern parts of Africa. That was apartheid. Apartheid is is a type of racism. It's a type of racism where um, the black community in south, in the southern parts of Africa were told that they were not allowed to do certain things that white people can do. For example, they were not, they, they were not allowed to, to go to uh, parks. And even if they were allowed in parks, there were certain seats that um, black black South Africans were not allowed to sit on. They were not allowed to use the same washrooms. They were not allowed to, to buy food from the same places. They were not allowed to sit in the same classrooms as white people. And so these, these things... These things are terrible. I mean, they're terrible. There's no way. There's no way around it. For example, a black, black South African cannot marry a white South African. It's it's, it's, abom- it's, it's an abomination, in in back back then. Thank God these things are over. Thank God. Yes, there are traces of it that still exist, but thank God, thank God that largely, largely it's it's been purged. Um, when you move away from uh, ethnocentrism and 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 the format in which it exists in Africa. That is when you can talk about racism in a larger in a larger context. Growing up, what you must understand um, is that every African every African child growing up does not understand racism in the form in which it exists in, let's say, America or in Europe. We sort of like saw that there's no there's no evil can come from the white man. And to, to understand this, you have to go back into history to understand the African the African history and how the African culture was ripped away from the African and how the African was told that their culture is inferior and that the white man's culture is, is the superior culture and they must accept that, that, that culture. So it, it, 
it sort of like created a godlike a godlike image of the white man um, in, in 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 the African culture where everything white is good. So racism that exists in America and in Europe and other places, um, Africans didn't really they didn't really appreciate that 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 sort of racism exists. And and I dare say that even in current day Africa, they don't really understand what the current racist racist culture that exists is. They don't understand it. They may they may see bits and pieces of it on 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 TV and all that stuff, but but they don't really understand what racism is. For myself, I had to leave I had to leave Ghana to understand what racism racism in in the context of America and and other parts really is. I I had to leave Ghana to understand it. And um, even right now, I still struggle. I still tr- struggle to understand uh, why why some people decide that they want to be racist i i say they decide because there's no way you can there's no other way for me to understand how racism comes about in in respect to like other communities because if it is not a decision how then do you justify you hating another person because of how they look how how can you justify that so it, it must be a conscious a conscious de- decision and if um, you you grew up in generations of, of of a racist family then it means that y- your your parents your four your forebears your your grandparents they all made a conscious decision to teach you to be racist and and even as you're growing up and you have gone to school and you have learned and and all of that you still decide that even with all the information that you have, at your disposal you still want to be racist so so there is no way for me to describe this as rather than say that it's a conscious decision to be racist that is different from <laughs> that is different from uh, uh, um, people who unconsciously are racist people who don't really know that they are, ra- they are they are being racist but are racist because their culture and the places they come from they, they don't describe such acts as racist. That is also different from what I I I, I describe as as just a curious mind, some like someone who 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 is just curious and who is just ignorant. Yeah, the the ignorant mind. Some people are just simply ignorant about the topic racism and what form in 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 which it is. So. When when they appro- approach someone in a certain way, if if you say it's racist, you go what 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 why is this racism? You know why is this racist? But yeah, those people are ignorant. Um, when in 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 Africa, in the African context, um, ethnocentrism uh, has caused a lot of problems. Really, it has caused a lot of problems. In, in Ghana's history, because of ethnocentrism, a lot of wars have been fought. Stupid wars. People have died. A lot of people have died. Just because one ethnic group thinks that it is, you know, it must it must be very dominant. And and in and the current in the current day, the current day of Ghana, there still is ethnocentrism that is forming and shaping the, the very the very society of, of Ghana. The, the the country, even the economy itself of Ghana is being shaped by some ethnocentrism. 
where um, if 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 you don't belong to this specific ethnic group, you can't really get a certain type, certain kinds of jobs. You you apply, the, the person who who is reviewing your application will just look at your name, and when they realize that you are from this ethnic group, they don't want to hire you because they have some prejudices about these ethnic groups. So it, yeah, it, it's it's a big problem that exists. In 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 Rwanda, um, I, up until the time I went to Rwanda, I didn't really understand what what the Rwandan genocide was. Um, so when I went to Rwanda and I lived in Rwanda for for a little bit, that was when I got to understand what the Rwandan genocide. If you don't know uh, the genocide um, that happened in Rwanda, you can read. You can go to Google. The last time I said that Google is a very good friend. You can just go to Google and research the Rwandan genocide, and you'll be able to learn a lot. From it. So the, the Rwandan genocide actually happened in 1994, but it started way before 1994. And what happened was that two two big ethnic groups, that is the Hutus and the Tutsis, decided that they, they, they would hate each other. And this hate was fueled by, by, by their Belgian colonial masters. So the Belgian colonial masters fueled this hate that existed before the colonial masters came to, 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 to Rwanda and for exploited it for their own benefit not just not just belgian not just the belgian colonial masters their their catholic church also exploited this hate that existed between the tutsis and the hutus at that time and so um because the hutus at the time were the ruling ethnic group uh most the most most uh, uh tutsis fled to tanzania and uganda and the rest and then, um, led by Paul Kagame, organized themselves and came back to the country when the genocide started. And a lot of people were killed. And yeah, so if you want to understand more, like I said, you can go to Google and go and find out more. But the, the, the important thing I wanted to point out was that it is because of ethnocentrism. It is because one ethnic group taught that it is so important than the other ethnic group and it must rule over the other ethnic group. And that was what brought about these nonsensical deaths. That is what brought about this nonsensical. If you try to understand the Rwandan genocide, trust me, you would not understand how another human being would, would pick up a stick and, and, and bludger a fellow human being and neighbor to death just because they belong to another ethnic group. It doesn't make sense, but it, it did happen. When you can talk about another another uh, genocide that happened, that is the the, the 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 genocide that happened in 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 Germany, where Nazis killed a lot of Jews. It's the same thing. It is not like the the Jewish people who were killed by Nazis were were not German. They are German, but because of ethnocentrism, these Germans taught themselves as as more important than the Jewish people who were also German and decided to eliminate eliminate them because they felt that they were the the cause of their entire problems in the world. So they wanted to eliminate eliminate them and 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 feel better about themselves. So this is what ethnocentrism can cause. And and if 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 you want to learn more about ethnocentrism, um you there, there is a lot of resources out there that you can read about. The, the difference that I want to create 
I want to I want to point out is that endocentrism may sound like racism, but but it is not, because with ethnocentrism, it doesn't uh, it doesn't happen between different uh, like people with different skin colors. It happens with people of the same skin color. They may speak the same language, but for some reason they just hate each other. For some stupid, <laughs> for some stupid traditional or ethnic reason, they just hate each other, and you just cannot understand why they cannot resolve that hate. You know, it goes much deeper than that. In in uh, when in in the case of Nazism, it goes much deeper than that. But on the surface of it, you just don't understand why another human being would just wake up and then feel that another another per, another human being is a cause of his entire problems in the world, so that human being must die. So um, when 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 we move to racism, right? First of all, I'll talk about the the things that are that I think are not racist, but people try to elevate elevate to the level of of racism. Um, an example is an experience, my my own experience. My wife and I went to Cambodia in 2017 um, to visit, and in Cambodia we we went to. Um, a place called Angkor Wat. If if you haven't been to Cambodia and you haven't heard of Angkor Wat, and this is the first time you're heard you're hearing it from me, you have to go and visit. It's a beautiful place. It's it's, it's truly historical. Um, so we went to Angkor Wat, tore the temples, and we're tired. My wife and I came out, um, just sat down to to rest a little bit, and there were these four kids who were following us the whole time, but I, I noticed them. But I didn't really know why they were following us. And I, I, let me give you a little bit of background to this. In in Cambodia, there are certain parts of Cambodia where people with my skin tone, I am black. People with my, 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 my skin tone don't really come there much. And so it, it is safe to say that these kids have not really encountered a black person before, like me. And so when they saw me, they were fascinated. That is the word I'm going to use. They were fascinated. They were intrigued. They wanted to. They wanted to know why, like my, my skin color, and so they were speaking among themselves in Khmer. That's the, the dialect that is spoken in, in Cambodia. I didn't understand. So as I sat down to just take a breath, these kids just walk up to me, held out my hand, and and started comparing the skin, their their skin tone to mine, and at that moment. Someone would say that, oh, these kids are being racist. That is terrible. But in that moment, the, the, the entire thing that was going through my head was, my mind was, no, this is not, no, these, these kids are fascinated. If I could speak Kamai, I would engage them and try to just <laughs> understand and, you know, understand their, fasc- their fascination because they have, Truly, they have not encountered someone like me. And so they wanted to just um, know if my skin tone is real. They wanted to know genuinely if my skin tone was real. They were actually trying to clean my skin tone. They were trying to wipe it off. To, they, they thought that I was faking it. You know, that was, that was what these kids thought it was. And so in that moment, somebody would react differently that it's racism. But for me, I see it as 
kids who are fascinated and wanted to just um, ex- like explore <laughs> to what they wanted to study to explore to know you know and and for me that that shouldn't that shouldn't be be classified as racism yeah there, there are way more worse things that can be classified as racism not this one and after that I experienced I I saw true racism I saw I saw true racism um when I came to America <laughs> when I moved to America that's when I I I began to see what racism is I mean I began to understand truly what racism is um I mean I live in New York right now with my wife and in New York if if you live in New York and <laughs> you are racist there's something wrong with you you must be admitted to a mental institution because new york is made up of a lot of cultures a lot of races a lot of people with different skin tones and so if you live in such a community and you decide that for you you are going to be very you're going to be stuck in a very prejudiced mind and you're going to just be uh, racial and hate other there's something wrong with you then new york is not for you you have to move out of new york because every single day on the bus on the train on, on in the park in when you go to the dog run you go to central park you go wherever it is you go to the to 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 places like trader joe's you, know, you meet people of all sorts of races there is chinatown in 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 new york city it's been there for generations that is how um multicultural New York is um my 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 wife would 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 like this but I've never told her but New York is 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 a great city you know <laughs> I hate to admit it in front of her but New York is a great city the first racism that I I I I experienced I didn't experience it directly but I saw it in the news um, at Central Park Central Park is closer to where I live and it was during the pandemic the pandemic period in 2020 this lady who was walking her dog in okay the background is that in in central park or any other public place when you're walking your dog you have to put your dog on leash on 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 the leash you don't have to let your dog run around free in a public place especially if your dog is 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 um is crazy <laughs> <laughs> to say the least you have to put it on the leash i have a dog my wife, I, my wife and i have a dog and whenever we're walking our dog we always put our dog on the leash except when we go to a dog run or the, the, the park that's when we we let it off the leash because it must run is a dog run it's legal to do that so that's what we do but this lady decided that for some reason she's going to let her dog off the leash in a public place in a public place in central park and there was an african american gentleman who was bad watching And so the African American guy who was trying to do the right thing told this lady, "Put your dog in the leash." And what this lady did was very, very astonishing. She decided that she was going to <laughs> use she was she was going to put this guy who was trying to do the right thing in trouble by praying on one the guy's skin color and by by and because because she's white She started screaming all sorts of nonsense and actually called the cops 
how the cops that this white guy is trying to 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 do a lot of nonsense nonsensical things to her which wasn't true it, it was recorded on video but in that in that scenario that is that is a classical example of racism someone a woman white try to prey on the blackness of this guy and get him in trouble he tried she tried to exploit the 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 fact that this guy is black and if and when and because she's a woman and she's white if she cries out and she screams the cops will get there the cops will not will not do due diligence and will just you know sometimes it ends in death this guy may have been shot may have been killed just because some some someone thinks that they are too privileged and because they are white you must bow to them you know, this is one example of racism i mean racism is not just about white people trying to prey on their whiteness and trying to 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 make other 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 skin tones feel lesser to them other skin tones also do that um and i am married to i am married to an asian uh, an asian american beautiful woman wonderful woman I love her family to bits and so whenever we're going to we're, we're going to visit her family from in, in new york we're going to visit, visit her family in brooklyn we the train that we're on it's uh, because it passage it, it the, the route it takes it has to make a lot of stops and and they stops there a lot of asian communities along these the predominantly asian american communities in these stops and so you find out that you find that there, there are a lot there are a lot more asian americans on this on this on this train on this route that I, that we take there are times when i get the look like oh there's a black guy and and an asian woman that to me is is fascinating because the the thing that you must understand is that not everybody who lives in america uh, was was born in america not every american was born in america there are some first generation americans who who live in america now and so they came from different cultures actually yeah they came from different cultures and in that and in those cultures they may not have seen a lot of interracial marriages for example a chinese uh let's say a chinese man uh old man in his 60s or, or maybe 70s who came to america in the in the 80s or something like that and lived here for a very long time may not in in the culture that he came from may not have experienced any interracial marriage like an asian woman and a black guy in the case of my wife and so when when such a person sees my wife and i it is more of sometimes it is more of curiosity you know like they you know, they're more curious oh an asian woman and a black guy they're more curious you know that is different from someone looking at you and making you feel as if you don't belong making you feel no no making you feel as if you don't making you feel that you don't belong making you feel that your marriage to this asian woman is <laughs> it's it's not it's not it's not the right thing you're not supposed to marry her you know you you, are, you don't belong together you know that is racism and we have to point it out that it's not just like the point i'm trying to make is that it's not just white people who are racist who 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 do racist stuff 
there are other black people, Asian people, Indian American, or African Africans like me, or African Americans, who sometimes unintentionally, unintentionally because of our backgrounds, act racist. We act racist. We 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 do racist things. Now, that is a lesser form of racism, really. There are other the other hardcore forms of racism and and it was during my my, my, my time in America that was when I, I experienced and, and during the time of Trump that was when you, you you really see like hardcore racism people people are now coming out of their shells because come on Trump is Trump he enabled these guys to come out of their shells and be racist we 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 we, we actually saw in news where excuse I'm just I'm just trying to par- re- paraphrase what these guys were saying uh, on, on news channels like CNN. It is by no means my, my views or anything. But you hear some, I don't know what, what rally it was, but you hear people chanting, Jews will not replace us. Jews will not replace us. Nonsense. <laughs> who, who actually told these people that who actually told these people that they have any right they have any right to live a life that other people cannot live. Who actually told these people that America belongs more to them than it belongs to anybody? Their ancestors may have fought in a civil war. Yes, it is It is a civil war. It was tragic. The other people also fought in that civil war. It's not just white people who fought in the civil war. It's not just southerners who fought in the civil war. It's not just northerners or whatever who fought in the civil war. There were black people who fought in it. There were... Uh, Mexican-Americans who fought in it. There were white people who fought in it. And so everyone else fought in those civil wars. But some of these stupid white... Excuse my language. Some of these white people feel that because their ancestors fought in a civil war, which the the, the faction to which they belonged lost, lost terribly, because they fought in those wars and lost terribly, they are more American than any other American. They are more American than an African American. They are more American than an Asian American. Or they are more American than than a Jamaican American or a Caribbean American or an Indian American. That's what they, they, they think. Which is nonsense. It's total BS. These people at the core of it, right? If you go to the core of it, their problem is more of ignorance and then belonging to a certain bubble that has refused to join modern society, to to re to reconscientize themselves, and 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 implant themselves into modern modern beliefs and modern society, and so they still live in a cycle of, they still live in a certain cycle of uh, thinking that they are they are still more important than other human beings because their ancestors did certain inhumane things to, to to black people and all that stuff they still think that they have those 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 kind of evil rights that is the problem and so one one of the solutions that america can the american society can adopt is to start a process of reconscientization trying to trying to open up these communities to other people trying to let bring introduce programs that would help 
southerners appreciate eastern uh eastern cultures like the the cultures in new in, in new york and uh, southerners appreciating cultures in let's say um los angeles and california and the rest and also opening up uh, uh programs that would help new yorkers and 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 people from dc and pennsylvania and uh, not not pennsylvania and the, and the other places you know other and chicago and the rest appreciate the cultures that exist in in in, in these southern countries because there's a huge divide um my little read of the american civil war made me understand that after the after the civil war yes there may have been they have there may have been uh efforts or programs to help bring the country together but those efforts largely largely have 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 failed have failed because there are chance of people there are still a lot of people who still live in a certain kind of mindset that makes it very very difficult for for the country to come back to come together as one i'm not saying that america is not america but yes there there are divisions there are, there are there are there are real divisions that exist there are real divisions that exist and and to actually bridge that those divisions there should be programs to 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 deal with racism and to to reconscientize these racist minds to accept modern modern cultures and so at this point i would i would i would summarize by by, by saying that we as a society have a duty to uh, to each other really i know that there there are people who don't who who don't really want to hear um who don't really want to want to accept the fact that the world has gotten to a point where it can never go back again it can never go back to the period where where the white man was 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 <laughs> was ruling you know it it can never go back, go back to that point because because the black man has educated himself the asian american has educated himself the asian has educated himself the african is educating himself and so there is no way the white man can 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 go back to to that level where where he was more dominant and so we we as a people must 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 really understand that being human is paramount to anything it's it's, it's more important than any other thing it doesn't matter if you're black you're white you're blue you're brown you're yellow you're a human being and you must be treated with dignity, respect and honor. That is the most important thing. And so I would leave this episode um by saying that I know that in the first episode I promised to bring a guest on for us to discuss to to have a, a discussion rather than it just mean being me talking. I love talking to you guys, but I would bring someone on uh to help me uh, on a very exciting topic. So join me again um um uh, on the next episode uh for another interesting topic. My name is Sebastian Bio and you can call me Seb and yeah, catch you again. <laughs>